I am going to introduce, and I'm going to take my best uh, shot at her last name. I think I'll do okay. Jennifer Conweiler is a best-selling author and one of the leading experts on introverts in the workplace. Now, see, this is something we've never covered before. Her pioneering books, The Introverted Leader, Quiet Influence, The Genius of Opposites, and Creating Introvert-Friendly Workplaces have translated into been translated rather into 18 language. The introverted leader was named one of the top five business books by the Shanghai Daily. That's no small feat. Congratulations for that. She's partnered with leading organizations like Amazon, Merck, Kimberly Clark, NASA, Bosch, and U.S. Centers for Disease Control. She holds the CPA Certified Speaking Professional Speaking Designation by the National Speakers Association, and she's proud to serve as a mentor to a number of women. So I really want to get into this this morning. Everybody, please welcome and tell me, how did I do with your name? Was I close? Well, you were spot on, and I'm so relieved. <laughs> really good. Yeah, okay. yeah, you can hear me okay, I think, huh? Your volume seems a little low. I don't know if okay, you can let me turn it up. your microphone, but... Um, uh, can you hear me better now? I, I unplugged my my big mic, you know, the Yeti thing, so we'll see. Oh, okay, yeah, and I'm using a Yeti, so... Yeah, is it still low? Is it it's still a little low, but it's certainly easy to hear. And we I can, can hear you it. well. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. No, we can hear you fine. It's just, it's a little low, but uh, okay. yeah, it's it's more than fine. I think everything is going to be great. Let so, me know. Let our listener, let people out there let me know, and I can fiddle with it. Sounds good. I think, and again, uh, most of the people who will see this will see it after we record it. And so Dragon, oh, Linda says it's good here. Linda's always going to tell us. So we're Thank good. You, Linda. All right. I want to jump in and ask you a question that someone, I heard someone say this years ago, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. And that is that the difference between an extrovert and an introvert is that an extrovert speaks, then thinks, then speaks again. Whereas an introvert thinks, then speaks, then thinks again. Mm -hmm. And being um, an extreme extrovert myself, I know that is true. I, my mouth tends to go before my brain engages, and then I'm like, engage the brain, and then I'll talk a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas I've noticed that introverts mm -hmm. tend to be more reflective. What do you think of that idea? Yeah. I can't remember where I got it, but thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Thank you for, for sharing one of the def definite differences. Um, you know, it, well, it's really about energy. That's one aspect of the difference between an introvert, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, <clears throat> and, and an extrovert. But it's really about where you get your energy from. And that came from uh, Carl Jung, who's really came up with the term. And introverts get their energy. It, um, and you can have talkative introverts, but they get their energy from within their themselves okay and now we have some evidence more and more that um they um it's all, all about sort of how our brains are wired chemically so that's interesting too that you know extroverts need more dopamine so they're talking more to to create that stimulation and being with people more so introverts uh, do, get their energy from within now extroverts on the other hand 
um, do talk out their ideas. And, and hence, um, that's where some of the conflict happens between us. Um, because introverts, extroverts, as you know, if you're an extrovert, as I am actually, um, we get impatient sometimes and we don't realize that the introvert needs thinking time. So, and, and introverts get frustrated because we're, we don't hear from them, we're peppering questions at them all the time. Right, exactly. Did I hear you say that you are an introvert or an extrovert? I am an extrovert who is what I would consider, I've been working in this space and writing for 12 years, uh, just a little backstory. My husband is a, an introvert, a very strong introvert. And I married him many years ago. We're going to be in our 49th um, year, actually. <laughs> wow. 49 years. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I always say I need the congratulations. No, he says the same thing. <laughs> but, you know, I literally what what happened was I um, early on in my career when we were first married, I was so frustrated because, you know, I, I thought my friends were right. Maybe I shouldn't have married this guy because we would go out with people, Will, and then he would come back and like go to the other side of the, our tiny apartment and not say a word for hours, you know. And I was like, what's wrong with this? This guy and what it was just what you were saying he needed the time to think and to decompress now if extroverts introverts get that then they're at their best right they can go back into the world and recharge and that's where their creative ideas come and, and innovation is when they are quiet so i learned this personally and i was so it really did help our relationship because i started you know i did more accepting you know, it wasn't easy and I still some days are harder than others, but um, it really did make me realize that we were wired differently. And so when I started working in companies, doing a lot of HR and leadership development, coaching, that kind of thing, um, I kept being drawn to supporting introverts who oftentimes I'd notice even in a very tangible way were passed over for opportunities because or they couldn't get their ideas heard. You know, uh, engineers, people in technology a lot who I was working with at the time because they were more introverted. So I, I, I studied it. I really started, got deep into it and, and looked at ways to support them, but not turn and help them turn into extroverts, but build on their superpowers. Well, that's what I was going to wonder is the key to an extrovert uh, being noticed and recognized and successful in the workplace to become an extrovert or how does an introvert use their innate skills and capacities to become successful? Well, that's ex that's an excellent question, and you probably have worked with introverts where you've seen their the way their strengths, such as preparation. We found there were six key strengths, um, and actually there are a lot more than that, but but six key strengths, and a couple of them included the preparation that they do. You know, they don't extroverts always pride themselves on winging it, right? Like, oh, I can go into a meeting and wing it, but are they really prepared? Have they really done the legwork? Uh, the introverts go deep. Right. So they they are coming. They may not say a lot, let's say, in the meeting, but when they come out with the summary or the different insight, they've given it thought before even the meeting. Right. So preparation and um, and being present. A listener is a, is a key attribute. Being a listener is uh, what introverts are oftentimes lauded for. People will say their best bosses were introverted leaders because of the fact that that person listened first and then as you said then spoke but they did they took the time um just like good salespeople do right to not be talking but listening to what the client needs are so there's so many others but those are just a few the preparation the listening the observation um and so what we work on with introverted leaders is to help them amplify that and the cool thing is is you'll see in back of me now 
creating introvert-friendly workplaces. When I started this work, I was we were really focused more on the uh, individual and coaching them. Um, but then we realized in working with teams, et cetera, that we needed to really get the, the systems to adapt, right? To Because they're very extrovert, they're a type A. You know, as you were saying, the first person who speaks or you were alluding to, you know, who gets ahead? It's um, in one survey I did early on, I think introverts, 90% of them said that extroverts get get promoted more than they do. Um, and that went on a long time. 90%? Yeah. That's according to introverts. That's, that's their perspective. Introverts, but that's very, wow. a very real perception. And then what happens, Will, is that they then shut down. And um, it affects confidence and self-esteem when you're being passed over or you're not being really recognized for the qualities you have. And you're told all the time things like, you know, you need to speak up in meetings more. Right. Um, you know, a, a, even though they may need to some time to think about it or the person who's facilitating, as an example, they're not engaging everyone. They're hearing from I understand, like in most meetings, two or three of the people are speaking the most. And we've we've all experienced that. Right. That, you know, a lot of times extroverts hate silence so that they'll just jump in there. But it's not really well thought out. So, you know, I I love the quote by uh, Thoreau that nature abhors a, a vacuum. So if we would just be quiet, you know, put in some practices where we can be a little bit silent and then let the thoughts come out. Or another strength that introverts have is, um, is writing. So uh, one of the practices I adapt in my meetings is like, if we throw out a question, uh, occasionally what we'll do is, um, is ask people to write down their response. You know, even just take a minute to do that. Um, and it's easy to do now, by the way, in the chat, you know, so you'll have people on virtual meetings writing their thoughts. You've probably seen that, that the chats can sometimes be very active. And those are probably your introverts who are speaking there. Right. And then you can bring the ideas out. And what we find is that uh, many managers and leaders will say that they find that they get the best out of both sides of the equation, introverts and extroverts. That's so interesting. I was thinking. I dated a woman for a year who was a very much an introvert. And mm -hmm. the first month or so I was, I always felt like I was pulling teeth, <laughs> like trying to keep the conversation going. And over time I began to acclimate more that that's just how she was. Do opposites attract or like attract like? That's one of the things I'm wondering. The genius of opposites. All right, tell us about this then. So one of my books, right. Um, and, and the subtitle Great is cover, by the way. Show the cover again. Look at Thank this. The you. genius yeah, of opposites. And I love the reflective uh, Thank you. under under backwards, yeah, upside down title. There we go. So I tell us about this. You're seeing it straight there. Um, it's how introverts and extroverts achieve extraordinary you know, work together. One plus one is, uh, as well as, you know, exponentially better than, uh, uh, than just than two, right? You get more from from opposites. But to get there, you know, unless we're both focused on the results, it can really get ugly. Like, you know, opposites attract, like Paula Abdul saying, right? That that's true. I mean, you talked about your your partner you had. I mean, it happened with me with my relationship. Um, and we think it's kind of cute and it's fun, but then after a while, it can really be annoying, you know? Like, why aren't they talking? So, and we get frustrated. <laughs> yeah, you're nodding, you're nodding. Um, so, but so what, so what's important is to, I have like five different steps in the book, but one of them accept the alien, like realize if you realize you are not going to change the other person, that's very hard. That's a very hard insight to really adapt. But once you do that, then you're in for a lot less stress and frustration. Uh, but there are a couple of other things to just realize about our, um, 
our wiring. Like, you know, the fact that you said introverts like to be alone. So let them, let them be alone and, and let extroverts, introverts also give, and you'll notice they'll do that when they're successful. They'll, they'll say, okay, I know you need to talk this out. Let, let's make a time to do that today. You know? So intro extroverts will say, I need to download my ideas, but you know, the introvert doesn't want you coming in all the time to interrupt them. So you find, you know, ways to, ways to make it, um, make it work. So I think those are some of the, some of the ways and, you know, being private, like a lot of introverts will tell you, they don't want to like open up their fur coat and let you see everything, you know, um, it's always been the uh, metaphor was the, the uh, extrovert keeps the fur on the outside, the introvert inside. So you have to let them get to trust you and know you. Um, they feel it's intrusive. Extroverts feel this is how I connect with you. You know, I had one woman I interviewed um, who worked, she had a very close coworker and the woman didn't say a word about her daughter getting married. And the extrovert was kind of hurt. She's like, I wanted to be part of it. I wanted to throw her a shower. You know, the person didn't want that. The, the woman who's the mother of the bride, she wanted to come in afterwards. So we have to accept our differences there and not hold it. You know, that's kind of a silly example, but it, it can, you know, those kind of things can come really affect our work together. Can extra, if you get two introverts, my, here's my uh, extreme yeah. thinking. You get two yeah. introverts together, nothing gets discussed. You get two extroverts together, they basically burn each other out. Is it is that an accurate assessment or do it do sometimes, because um, I'm dating someone now who's very extroverted and I like it, you know, there's a lot of conversation. Do you Interesting. comment on that, please? Well, yeah. So do you have too much of it? Yeah, you, you can. But here's the here's the difference. If you're aware, you know, it's like as I really consider this like an aspect of diversity, inclusion and equity. It's one pair of glasses that we look through. And if you have two strong extroverts together, if they recognize that they're both talking over each other or they're in their enthusiasm, which, by the way, extroverts have a lot of and people really appreciate that you can get too enthusiastic right so then you're not listening to each other so we the point is we each have every one of us it's a spectrum will so we all have the introvert side and um and the extrovert side so you know i, I think that we've learned over the last few years that we extroverts have many of them have told me in surveys i'm doing and, and interviews that um they have really appreciated they didn't think they would but being a little more quiet, you know, taking some time to take a walk to, they didn't have a choice. They were in lockdown, you know, right. they couldn't go out and schmooze and visit with their friends. Um, so in fact, they got kind of depressed about that, but then they realized, okay, I, let me explore. It happened for me. I started exploring poetry. Like I never wrote a poem in my life. And I went on randomly on one of these virtual things. Cause I was kind of bored that day. And I just started writing a poem with this teacher and then I've, I've been, you haven't been able to stop me. I'm taking all these classes. Now have, would this extrovert have discovered poetry? Most likely not. Most mm. likely. So, so what the if, if you found that, that you were able to slow down a little bit. I get it. Sorry to interrupt. We're two extroverts here trying to have a conversation. So uh, from what I understand, extroverts run into the challenge of not listening to one another because they're both talking. And introverts run into a risk of not really fully communicating. Is that somewhat accurate? They could. It, right. It, again, if they're not aware, you yeah. know, if they're if they're unconscious, it's called unconscious bias, really, that we've talked about in, in diversity, inclusion, and equity. Right. And, and, you know, this has it's not just 
it's not just about getting along and like, oh, sim it's really about results. Well, you know, like, and I think about recruiting and hiring the process. I've taught, I've worked with managers on this where, you know, as you, okay, I'll give you, use the example you said, introvert to introvert. Um, there's this bias. Well, that person's like me, you know, they're kind of quiet and they're not, um, you know, they're not offering a lot in the interview, but, you know, I still want to hire them, which is fine. But we have to also look at the composite of the team and what the job requires. You know, if that person is an outfacing kind of person where they're doing outside sales and they can do it in the introvert way, by the way, but you but you're doing it just because they match your personality or, the, you know, if you're not aware of that, it might even be just subconscious like, oh, that this feels right. On the other hand, we've had. Um, really nutty examples uh, when I was doing research in the, on the last book of where a team would say, well, I don't think we want to have a beer. This is not the kind of person we want to go out with, a, uh, you know, have a beer with. And um, there have been, and they were passed over. Um, and then they were um, able to get another opportunity as these were sometimes internal promotions and became like the C-level leader of the company, you know? So we have to, if we're aware that that's just one piece of it, the personality, and maybe it didn't matter so much in that job that they be a person that wants to go out at night, you know? So if, again, it's awareness of these, of these things. I once heard, I went to a seminar for speakers, uh, Brendan Burchard put it on. And one of the things that he said was that most professional speakers are introverts. And I don't know if he was just trying to be engaging or if that's, a, that's an accurate statement. Do you have any thoughts on that? You know, we probably should do a survey. You and I are both members of the National Speaker Association. I would say anecdotally, I would say that's true. I would agree with Brendan on that. And, and the reason I say that is most, um, it aligns with most actors, actresses, well, I guess we call everybody actors now, comedians, yeah, yeah. Are, are introverts. Have you ever gone to a, um, a comedy show and the person's like really out there and then you want to just thank them or say something nice to them at the end and they barely want to even look up at you and make eye contact, right? This is more the norm. So what that seems to be about from what I talk with my introverted clients about is it's, it's when you're in a, when they know they're in a role, you know, that they're going to be performing like a speaker does, like we do, we, we nail our keynote, right? We practice it. Um, we know what the lines are going to be. Then when we can get up there, we can be all out there. We can act like an extrovert, right? We can, and that helps us, you know, we're funny, we're engaging, but then boy, you, you see a lot of our speaker friends, they are just spent. And I, and to a certain extent, I feel that as an extrovert, I, you speak a lot, Will, don't you feel you give everything and you sort of have to really recharge? Oh, absolutely. And I was just thinking about that. As soon as I get off stage, I'm an introvert. You know, I've, I've given so much energy. I've sweated through my clothes just because oh. I'm so oh, wow. passionate, you know, and everything. Yeah. And then I just want to be like chilled and quiet. I've seen your, your videos and I, I can see that for sure. And if we're not, then we're not at our best. You right. know, think of all the virtuosos. They, they stop and they recharge and they think, and they even reflect on what uh, what went well? What would I do differently next time? If you keep running, you don't have a chance to do that. Um, and that that really connects to the workplace, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know? 
My guest is Jennifer Conweiler, and she has, if you don't know whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, she has a quiz. And I've put it there in the uh, comment section. So go in and take a look. And I see several of you have questions and comments. Ed wanted to know, let me jump in here with our yeah. friend Ed. What are your thoughts on ambiverts? I've never heard that, but I would leave it totally. This is an Ed question. He always has such interesting things to ask. I am a natural, I am naturally an introvert, but when I am in the right environment, my extrovert qualities jump out. Do people float back and forth like that? And if so, what causes that? Yeah, I love that question, Ed. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, there is a term, well, ambivert. There's the research is, is kind of, there's not that much on it. Let's put it that way. However, um, what I say to people is you have two things. What works for you, Ed? And it sounds like you're aware of that, that you're naturally that way, but that you are conscious when you're in those environments where you need to be social, let's say. You can do that. But then if you know yourself, you need to build in breaks, like a conference, for instance, right? You, you kind of plan the schedule. That's what a lot of interest is like, okay, well, when can I ex escape, right? And not be in the hallway. Um, but it, it is, it's about that. It's about what behaviors you identify with. And, and number two, what term do you identify? If an ambivert feels right to you, say it, you know? Um, and the other thing is to let other people know in your family, in your, um, with your friends and at work specifically. When we start, I talked earlier about changing the system. When we start making this okay, which by the way, over the last 12 years in my research, I'm seeing more and more leaders talk openly about it being introverted and famous people, people like Oprah and you know all these people that I, I've, I've mentioned in my lists and my writing. Um, so once we you know, say it's okay in our society and our culture and not a pejorative term, which it still tends to be sometimes, I'm not gonna lie. Um, that's that perception will change. But great question, Ed. It's so interesting that we consider introversion a pejorative, but extroversion a strength. Whereas what occurred to me as you were talking, you're right. Uh, in all of my business throughout the years, I was in radio for many years. You yeah. have meetings and I was one of the two or three people that was constantly running my mouth. But it didn't mean that we were the smartest ones in the room. So oftentimes you're losing out on um, the people right. with uh, a lot to contribute because they, as you said, have spent some time actually giving it some thought and aren't just shooting from the hip. How do we as extroverts encourage introverts and truly give them the attention and the listen they deserve? You know, it's not it's not complicated. Uh, I, what I had to learn was just to be quiet you know, and be okay with the silence. Because as I said earlier, people will, will fill that silence. If you give them the space, it's our anxiety that comes in, our excitement, our enthusiasm. Um, if we could just dampen that down a little bit, Will, and then I think that's really the major thing that we can do. Uh, and what people tell me makes the big, make us the biggest difference. I even have people say to extroverts I've known in meetings, say, you know, I use a, I use a one, two, three, I, I like go count slowly. You know, I make a, a number that I'm going to, before I speak again, you know, or I count how many times I contribute, you know? So, I, and I keep bringing up meetings because this is a real pain point for introverts. Extra, um, meetings and networking is another area that they have a lot of trouble with. Oh, I can't imagine. Right. You know. Yeah. I was thinking about the great Brian Tracy talks about the key. And this was so helpful mm -hmm. to me as an as an extrovert 
is two things. Number one, he says, always think of like a, a spotlight. And if you're talking, it's on you. If they're talking, it's on them. Try and do your best to have it on them as much as possible. Let them talk. And then he said, just as you said, take a breath before you respond. And absolutely. And I, I love Ryan's work. And, and one thing, one skill we learn uh, a lot, Will, that we forget about. Introverts are very grateful when I remind them, all of us, really, extroverts too. Um, it, it's for, this is for the introverts, it, paraphrasing. You know, we always say, well, that's an act of listening. You'll say back what you hear. Right. But I think it helps both of us to kind of like just stay focused on what the introvert is saying instead of coming back with the next thing that we want to say and not being present because uh, being present is another strength of introverts, by the way. Which is uh, often lacking in some of us extroverts. I know that I, 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 I struggle so often with interrupting. And I saw a thing that somebody posted on Facebook and it said, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have something really important to say, and I'm excited. Yeah. You know, and that's, I was like, oh my gosh, that just totally nailed me. That is, that is exactly. We have to laugh. We have to laugh at each other and not laugh with each other and, you know, and not make this too serious. I love somebody wrote here, um, Willow, grateful for a wonderful Mother's Day with my introvert, extroverted daughters. I love that. You know, that's showing you're accepting both of them and you, we can laugh about it. But um, we had a T-shirt contest and based on your interruption thing I had to share. I hate it when people talk while I'm interrupting. <laughs> oh, that. I love and that. that. And guess who came up with that? The extroverts. I love the extroverts. An extrovert came up. Well, that makes perfect sense. Came up yes, with that, absolutely. and then um, the la the other one was uh, you read my. This is from the for the introvert. You read my T-shirt. That's enough social interaction. <laughs> <laughs> we give those pri as prizes. <laughs> oh, those, oh, those are prizes. I was hoping they were yeah, available you know, on a website or something. I'll send you. Well, no, I don't. I don't want to sell them. But I'm, if anybody wants to send send me a, a note, I'll be happy to consider selling. That's I'll send, awesome. I'll send you one. No problem. I'll send you one, Will, for having me on today. What a great discussion with you. Very sweet of you. Thank you very much. Well, speaking of which, I want to remind everybody that this is your opportunity to share this positive message with others. Click like, comment, and share. That is how we build this online positive community and have so for many years. I think we're approaching 900 episodes now. Yeah, no, I, I love all the quoting all these, all these uh, folks. Um, I think what, in terms of parting thoughts, I think we, we are the messengers of this, you know, and I think we should, if we're aware of, um, of these two dimensions within each of us, as I said, it's a personal growth um, opportunity for each of us, but in our workplaces um, and in our families, you know, bringing this topic up, um, getting people to take a look at whether they may be more introverted extroverts, there's plenty of quizzes, you can take mine, there's plenty online. And having some fruitful discussions about when it's working for us in our relationships and when it isn't, when it's working for us on our teams and when it isn't, what could we do differently? How could we create an environment in, um, in when we're working together, you know, and make it make it okay to talk about? So song of the day from the extroverts. Oh, yeah, I was going to tell you, we always, and I love that Linda brought this home. We always do a uh, song of the day. And uh, we ask people to everybody listen to the song of the day when we're done. And she's asking, what's a good song of the day for extroverts and the introverts? And I, I had a couple of thoughts. Can I tell you? Yeah, please. Extroverts shouted out loud by Kiss. 
uh, introverts alone in my own little corner. Those are the first two songs from uh, Snow White. Do you yeah, have any thoughts it. on that song? Well, I, I have to go back to Paul Abdul with Genius Opposites. That that's that's basically Opp mine. Yeah, opposites yeah. attract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That opposites is awesome. Attract, right? Sorry, it's yes. still, it's Monday morning. I'm sorry. That's my. Oh, story. I get it. Hold <laughs> up your book again. Please, oh, I've got, well, I've got four of them. So four of them. Okay. Leader. This is the classic. This is the one that looks at um, building on your quiet strength for anybody who leads in any sort of way. Right. Mm -hmm. And looks at the four P's, which I have a model in each book for how introverts can build on their strengths. And then we we have quiet influence, which is if you want to make a difference across your organization and or in any particular way, this highlights the six key strengths that introverts use to do that. And then, we, of course, we've talked about genius off. I hope this isn't too much. No, no, no. I because each one is is aimed towards a specific audience. I feel so. No, I think it's great. Everybody, or as we right, or as the evolution of introversion, you know, develops, we are now. As I talked about, these are the pairs. These are the partnerships. These are the teams. And then finally, uh, the the exciting one that I you can see all my sticky notes on the last program I did, um, creating introvert friendly workplaces. So what mm. we do, particularly now as a lot of us are moving back into hybrid situations. So, you know, how do we how do we learn from what we what we experienced in the pandemic to really, uh, you know, get rid of those, you know, apartment type cubicles, give people spaces, you know, and, and make it an environment that where people want to come in occasionally to work. Right. Or every day. Well, and, and I could talk to you all day. I don't want to keep you, though. I just I guess I would like to close by asking you, what was the impact of COVID on in, in, introverts versus extroverts? Introverts loved um, two sides. Introverts loved the opportunity to have remote work, like by far, like high percentages in every survey we did, every discussion, like, you know, 85, 90% loved, loved the opportunity to, to, to manage their time, the way they communicated. Um, on the downside, um, Zoom fatigue took over and loneliness as the pandemic wore on. And I think you could say some of the same was true for extroverts. I know for me, it was, uh, it's a struggle to just not be around and be with people. That's one of the reasons that I, as a writer and a speaker, I'll often go out to work, you know, to the library, to yep. Starbucks, just yep. to have folks around me. Well, I always like to ask Jennifer, um, where's your next speech? Do you have some place you're going to be soon? Uh, well, let's see. Where's my? I'm looking at my whiteboard now. Um, where I have my next one? We're working on. Oh, in Atlanta, I'll be working with a company here um, that is I'm very excited about. Yeah, and I, I actually just kind of shifted my keynote, so that's been fun to be able to um, to work on uh, and deliver. I delivered the first one last week at a privately held company, and it went really well. We had more extroverts attend. Will and that's that's what I'm going for now is that's we're going awesome. to talk to both. Yeah, because it really doesn't do a lot to. You've got to have the compassion from the extroverts, and yeah. you've also got to have the tools for the introverts. Yeah, so we're going to put that up on the on the website that new keynote. But I'd love to if anybody wants to ask me any questions. I'm uh, available. I do a lot on LinkedIn too, and uh, yeah, we have four quizzes actually on the site. They're all free and. Feel free to share. It's awesome. really been an honor to be on your show. I, I have oh, thank you. you. Well, you know, I, I, I often have um, former speaking clients who watch this. And I have to tell you, you need to check out Jennifer because this is something I know that I would definitely like to see.
in Aquino. I will be at North, uh, Northeast Iowa Community be? College on the 18th. I was looking to see when my next gig was. Say it again, the name of the Northeast community, Northeast Iowa Community College. They're doing a big business expo. Nice. And I'm the morning keynote there. So how about you going to influence this year? Um, I'm pretty much, I've got another, I've got a gig then. So I'm going to make it for at least some of it. It's, it's, it's near my hometown in Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's not right. And you're in Florida, right? Key Largo. Yeah. yeah. Right now I'm in St. Pete, but normally. How about you? Are you going? Oh yes, I am. This will be my first time in a few years and I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah. It should be great. It should be great. Well, I'm going to walk around and see if I can figure out who's an introvert. I'll go up to Les Brown and Brian Tracy, some of the big ones. Yeah, let's, yes, let's do a survey. That'd be fun. Yes. You and I should write something on that. We should introduce that. Yeah. I really feel we should. I think well, it's I, I do want to put a plug in for the really great podcast that um, NSA is doing with Tom Singer called Speakernomics. Mm -hmm. And I did an interview with him recently on this topic on speakers and introversion. So you may want to, it's a few, few episodes ago. Speakernomics. Um, and that to your to your listeners because it's a very well done podcast, um, and he has he has all of our colleagues on there. You should contact him and get on there. Will sounds fun. Yeah. Well, Jennifer, thank you again for being here with us. Been a pleasure, and thank you for everybody. Having. Check this out. This is a fascinating subject. And when she when I was reading her bio and everything, I was like, I want to learn more. So thanks everybody for being here. Thank you, Jennifer. What's your website, please? Oh, it's www.jenniferconweiler. My spelling there. K-A-H-N, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, Conweiler, K-A-H-N-W-E-I-L-E-R.com. Dot com. Check it out. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy today. Make it a great Monday. Thank you, Will. Plain free world, no more, no more. Complaining people, their lives are changing. Flying high, creating a complaint.